Hi guys, with this show, we're looking at James, Landham, Kelly, Rima, McRae, O'Toole, Murphy, and Nolte. We're looking at 1982's 48 Hours. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, Plenty, and I'm a goddamn whiskey mick cop. <laughs> and I'm the other guy and I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do something Eddie Murphy there, I thought, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to go that road. I'm not going to go that road. John, how are you? I'm alright mate, I'm alright. I'm uh, sweltering hot, it's uh, November and it's really warm. It's so H-O-A-T, hot. It's it that, is. that global warming we were promised in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> the use of those CFCs, it was all worth it in the end. Exactly. All, that hair, all that hair lacquer's finally, finally paid off. <laughs> don't don't you tell me you don't still use Cossack hairspray for men. <laughs> no, no. It was, um, I was a gel man myself. Are we a wet look? Wet look gel, yep. Yeah. It was all the rage that would crack half at the end of the night. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. Do you know what I used in, in the early 2000s when I had hair? Fucking hell, listeners. It was a thing. When I had hair, I used to, I had a little kind of like mini mohawk, and I used to use the anime style gel that was rock hard as fuck. All right. Like you could drop, you could, you could drop a fucking pint glass on it, and the pint and glass would it. split down the middle. <laughs> yeah. I used it. Uh, was it bedhead made all the cool kids? Were you oh bedhead? yeah, yeah. Oh, you had you had a few bob at the time, did you? Oh, uh, you know, shoplifting. It's all the shoplifting. Hair chat. Exactly. Fucking hair shirt, John. We, of course, the podcast loads a hundred things from every film. But what film are we talking about this week? Forty-eight hours. From uh, 1982, what year that was? Right. Okay, let, let's let's get started. What other films we could be talking about? Well, if our good listeners would like to listen to the the plethora of movies that was out at that time, they could listen to our Beastmaster episode. Oh, fantastic! Beastmaster was a great early episode for us. It really back, was. back in the days when we didn't fucking pout at what people wanted or anything, <laughs> and we just used to cover any old shit. In fact, we really did. John, back to those fucking dirty days this week because you're just fucking eating and chewing on the fucking microphone. It's like you're fucking mas- masculating. Sorry, guys. <laughs> down. Welcome to because nobody fucking pays us for. Oh, hang on. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, it's chewing tobacco, so I'm just trying to uh, chewing tobacco for the film. All right, Hoss. Anyway, <laughs> we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, right. John, without me to put too far the point on it, this was one of yours, let's call it. And I know I'm fucking, listeners pick and I pick and we pick and we do whatever, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you pick this. I think you pick this from what you remember it being, right? <laughs> What's no. your thoughts on this? Did you enjoy this? No, it's right. It's like it's it's as of its time, right? Mm-hmm. But you've got to bear in mind, I was watching things like Brewster's Millions, uh, Cocoon, or the, or there was a lot of stuff coming yeah. out and there was a lot of these people that, Produced it, did the music for mm-hmm. it. The on the same, but I, I, st- I still think it's, it's still quite a good. It's, right. it's still a phenomenal debut for Eddie Murphy, though. It's it's exceptional debut oh, for Eddie okay. Murphy, and I'm going to tell it now. I watched this the first time, and I think I messaged you, and I was like, "Ooh, fucking hell, John! This is going to be a short episode, right?" Uh, but I watched it again yesterday, the day before, and and I and I finished watching it today. Just finished finish the notes tonight after work. 
it's miles better than it deserves to be. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, and I've never seen another forty-eight hours, which I assume, kind uh, of, probably is after the fucking horses bolted. I think. Yeah. yeah. But this, it's a lot of fun, except for all the fucking. Oh, I refuse to quote. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Gav Belson earlier, uh, patron Gav, Gav Belson earlier in the week about films that you probably don't want to quote, uh, mm. and I was like, I was like, this is not one. And there's a, yeah. there's a number of quotes here we will not be talking about. So, listeners, if you are here for the slurs, fucking do one, <laughs> Hoss. Right? We can't, we, we can't do it. We can't We're do it. We're not going to be doing the slurs. All right. Yeah, and there's a, there, there has a lot of them to be honest. Oh, Fucking fucked on, and there's only one bit where I'll kind of do the line, and 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 not do the slur. Yes, right, because okay. it's brilliant. It's great. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know exactly the bit. I'm exactly. About. exactly <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> this one opens. Uh, it's a Paramount one, and I was like, I know we've done Paramount, but surely we haven't done Paramount that much. And then I went on Google and I looked at about four or five history articles. Uh, for Paramount, I was like, fucking hell, we have done all of these. We have done all of these. But I'll tell you what we haven't done. We haven't done the Paramount Gulf Plus Western. In 1966, John, which we all know as what? The last time England had a good team. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that Simpsons uh, meme of Bart, you know, say the line, Bart. (laughs) Last time England had a team. I'm going to do that, but for you, I'm going to put your face on it. Uh, Or somebody, please, listeners, that are better at the internet than me, (laughs) do that. Yes, uh, 1966. um, Were purchased by Gulf, Gulf Western, right? But Gulf Western is written in that way, Gulf plus Western, which is very ahead of its time, in my opinion. It's like Wingdings put a smiley face in as well, and and you've got it all. Um, They also bought one of my favourite companies, Desilu Productions. Who's Desilu? Desilu, uh, Desi Arnez and Lucy Arnez, you know, from the Lucy show. Wow! Yeah, Um, they produced Mission Impossible. You got your graves. You've got your Landau. You've got the yeah. other bloke. I loved that. Easily my absolute favourite show of the time. Uh, the original Star Trek, which I don't really care for. And I know we're going to get fucking pelters. I know. But I know what you mean. Mission Impossible's much fucking better show. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Mission Impossible's <laughs> beaut. Uh, they oh, also man. bought Stax Records in 1967. Uh, the Gulf and Western building... John, you know about, because I put in our group chat with all our other podcast pals, uh, 15 Columbus Circle in Manhattan. We know that uh, as what? Remind me. The Trump Tower. Trump Tower. I've seen the bloody pictures where that didn't look like Trump Tower. It is. Tr- Trumpton I, Tower. I would be not just for graffiti, to be honest. Hugh Pugh, Barney McGrew, big <laughs> orange cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no longer president. I don't know. It doesn't really work. But okay. Uh, yeah. I wish someone would fly a plane into that fucking building, by the way. No. You probably did. <laughs> on the subject of flying planes into things, we'll come to that later on. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. We open up on this farm with a chain gang working the railroad. Okay. Right. First thing is, a Please. chain gang chain gang's still a thing? It is still a thing. Is it still a thing? Well, I, I assume so, because pretenders are singing about it. 
Well, that, see, that's the thing, because when I looked at it, it says it was last used, well, used uh, for convict, convict areas in Australia and uh, southern United States. Mm-hmm. It says something about by 1955 they were largely phased out, but every time I watched old 80s movies, there's all some kind of chain gang going on. Yeah. No, so by phased out, how long did it take it to bloody phase it out? Well, at the beginning of that um, Rutger Hauer film with Mimi Rogers, are they not in a chain gang with the things around the necks? Oh, Deadlock. Yeah. Deadlock, remember that? Yeah, it's a great movie. I remember it as being a great movie. It's probably not. I know, probably it's pants, probably actually. Probably not, yeah. Probably um, pants. There are 140,000 miles of railroad in the USA and more than 100,000 bridges. Only five of which are actors in Hollywood. Uh, oh, see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what, that's what is you're that, here for, that, listeners, isn't it? That's what that, you're here that for. That's one good joke, you're at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I did spot a tractor. Uh, the word tractor was taken from the Latin, being the noun of trahia or to pull. There you go. Ooh. That's one for fucking mono, isn't it? Uh, in yeah, second. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've seen Lawrence Gordon Productions as well, didn't we? I did see that, yeah. I didn't do anything so, about it. The boy produced loads, loads. Uh, but among them was Brewster's Millions, which is one of my favourites. Okay. That's yeah. that as well, actually. But uh, Predator 2, and they actually produced the new Prey, the new Predator movie. Oh, right. Okay. I'd assume because he'd got the rights on the back of Predator 2. Aye. No okay, it's funny you should mention that because you've got a Walter Hill connection there. So Walter Hill, of course, is the director. The director. Mm-hmm. Um, what a career he's had, by the way. Obviously, right. the Warriors. It's a classic future episode. Even though we've already done the fucking joke uh, on the Death Wish episode, which, by the <laughs> way, is one of the funniest things we've ever done, in my opinion. I. You know the we've got the soccer moms. <laughs> and the, you know, yeah, I still think that, that. I still think back to that and think. That's why we've no. stuck at this. <laughs> we've never hit that fucking great. That, we'll never get that it's, high it, again. It's been, what, like fucking 90 episodes since we did that. Okay. Um, Bruce's Millions, uh, yeah. which I, I assume has aged terribly. When did you last watch it? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. I still remember that ending. Did you, when I nearly did a spit stick there. No, Drink my yeah, fucking no, beer, yeah, mate. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was on TV and I watched that again. Has, so it, no, has it got future episode written on it? Uh, it's it's kind of limited, but could, we could if you wanted to do that. Yeah, well, yeah. well, there's a lot of baseball stuff in, and there's a lot of references, and there's a lot of legal stuff and how to pay, pay, get receipts and pay for things. Well, okay. could if you wanted. I think we'd get enough. Okay, and it's fun, and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it also, it also, uh, Walter Hill also done a film that I actually really enjoyed, and God. maybe actually was it Trespass. I so, thought you were going to say Supernova, but okay. No, no, no. Trespass. <laughs> we um. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. My, my fucking hero. Absolutely love uh, it. Was, it, was, it was a gangster, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, aye. Yeah. It, was, it was a gangster movie. Well, it started off as a heist movie and they had to go into uh, a hood to get the, the loot and then the, 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 the gangsters. Or when they got the loot, did they just sit around playing madrigals? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that kind of loot. Right, okay. Got it. That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, now, like, I had no idea some of the stuff that he'd done. So he punched up the script for Alien 3, by the way. So he's credited with being the writer for Alien 3. Well, okay. Which kind of, I see that. Um, He was also set to direct The Fugitive in 1991 with Alec Baldwin. 
Wow. Richard Kimball. Why, indeed. I but Baldwin know. wasn't a big enough star to get greenlit, so it didn't happen until 93 with Harrison Ford. I will. I'm People. telling you, I'm not Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I don't care. He <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably would have killed his wife back then, though. Yeah, oh. Alec Baldwin. Kim Basinger, mate. Oh, I, Jesus. The chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry, I just I just had a moment there thinking about Kim Basinger. Just thinking about Jason Kim Basinger. It was, yeah. L.A. Confidential. Wow. Oh God, I Jesus. Back in the day. And I, I, I had this conversation. I had this conversation with Maria from Cult Connections the other day. Not Maria from Cult Connections. Maria from being Maria, but Maria from Cult Connections the other day. And she was like, "I was listening to your Forrest Gump episode, and you had a moment where you were where you both were just like, sorry, this isn't a pervy podcast, uh, but Sally Field." And Maria loves Sally Field too. Uh, so I think I think we would have to fight Maria off to get any <laughs> sweet it. Sally Field action. <laughs> um, Fine deal, Jesus. Absolutely. Smoking so, in the bandit. Walter uh, smoke smoking. Smoking, smoking in the bandit. bandit. Um, so he's actually got a film out this year, by the way, Walter Hill. Uh, Dead for a Dollar, which is a cowboy film, with Christopher Waltz and Willem Dafoe. Oof, Taz. I, I mean, I love a Western, and I love both of those actors. Hey, see, I'm something of a cowboy myself. You knew I was going to do it, listeners. You knew I was going to do it. I had to do it. Uh, uh, in the post. Yeah. Um, Larry Gross, by the way. So, look, do you know what? Let's do some film and then let's come back to these guys, shall we? Uh, let's do some fucking right. film. We'll get it. <laughs> um, this truck arrives and out jumps this guy, Billy, right? Uh-huh. Now, he, he's Native American, so there's some awful racist chief chat from the guy. Oh, You're on the raw reservation. Uh, My truck's overheating. Uh, and uh, and James, James Remar, by the way, always great. Not as a track... Right, okay. I'm not saying I fancy James Remar, but he's ratty and horrible in this. He's fucking gorgeous in The Warriors. So, uh, I was reading about... The reason he looks so bad is because he deprived himself of sleep to get into the the character. Did he now? I mean... Oh, he looks terrible, and he looks strong now. He looks like he's playing so much. Yes, But, God, I love him in The Warriors. And The Warriors is brilliant. And there's a lot of Warriors people like... like, There's there's so much. And there's... there's, there's, Towards the end of the scene, there's... The end of the the, the movie, it's got, like, a Warriors feel to it. You're right. There's actors that are in it, and fucking... Man, I can dig it. I really can dig it. Can you dig it? <laughs> I've already yes, said, John, can. I can. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus, you can't just say it. You can't just say it like that. You need to actually say it as if you're in the middle of the park. So how how did the podcast fall apart? Well, actually, we got to fucking 96 not out, and it turns out that plenty... Plenty doesn't know how to fucking set up a joke, and John doesn't know when it is a joke. Uh, they just decided to go their separate ways. Apparently, now John just spends all his time on mono rants at the movies. And never on what the fuck do you want? Exactly. Goodbye. <laughs> James Remar's character is this prisoner, and they're wrestling the mud. Billy mm. then jumps up and shoots one of the guards, and they escape in the truck. Ah, oh, they're in coats. That's it. That's it. There it goes. And that's the setup of the movie. That's literally it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this, this Casio watch goes off. I loved this, by the way. Oh, I see the graphics on that watch, though. Yeah. It, it's a 
A201, dead hard to track down. Every single one I've found has been sold. Oh, can't really? Find, can't find one for sale. Can't find one on eBay, anywhere in the usual places that I look. Wow. They're Jesus. really hard to find. Um, there is a, I'm going to say, Bunny Ears current version, like 39 quid. I think I bought Rachel and Rose Gold one last Christmas. I think it was somewhere around about 30 quid. She mm. loves it. It's brilliant. Um, except it started going off during the fucking gig last night that we were at, the Simon Day gig we were at last oh. night. She's pissing about with it. And I'm going, it's beeping. She's going, what? I was beeping. She couldn't hear because it was at a tone that, you know. Right. And I was like, it's fucking beeping. She was like, and then after the gig, she was like, was that beeping? Did <laughs> 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 Stop pressing the button. <laughs> but yeah, but it's you, you listeners, you know that beep. You know that yeah. beep. Um yeah. and remember, next time you hear that beep, stop pressing them with your fucking supermarket sweep Casio. <laughs> R.I.P. Dale, by the way. Lovely man. Lovely man. I know, I know he's really good. See the thing I remember about those Casio watches yeah. is how tiny those wee buttons were at the side. And how hard you had to try and press them sometimes. Uh, yeah, it was almost like a fingernail job, wasn't it? Well, yeah. they're not like that now. On on the one I've got right and the more modern one, they're not like that anymore. Um, oh, Nick Nolte, right? Nick Nolte, mm. never young. No, he never was. He got, had young hair, though. He had young hair. <laughs> oh, man. What I wouldn't do for this fucking Nick Nolte curtains haircut. Did he not get Sexiest Man Alive in the 90s, I'm sure? John, yes, he did. Nick Nolte, Man of the Year. Uh, People's Sexiest Man of the Year. Uh, Started in 1985 with Mel Gibson. They really backed the wrong fucking horses here, by the way. Nolte won it in 92 in Mm. his 50s. The most recent winner, Chris Evans. The Captain America one, not the TFI Friday. Wahey! Wahey! One. Uh, The big breakfast. Fucking ginger. Billy, why do you want to play those songs so loud? Because we want to. Shagging (laughs) one. I I wonder how these references go down with like Americans. Also, the the one person that listens in Nepal. (laughs) Got a listener in Nepal. I mean, I assume they must have got involved when we started talking about Cliffhanger. I, I die, assume because they're obsessed then, with fucking cliffs, and, so. and then just dropped off after that. No, no, they, oh, fucking hell! Oh. Uh, eh. <laughs> just a pretty face. He's here all week. <laughs> Listeners, try the veal. Um, Nick Nolte is sleeping next to a netto tool, right? Right now, a netto tool. I turned to Rachel as we were watching this, and I was like, ah, "She is a baby. She's tiny." She's beautiful. This nice. this actress is 16 or something here. It's perfectly, it's illegal. We shouldn't have it. Rachel looked her up. She was 30. <laughs> well, there's, I'm, 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 30. every time I see her, and I know she's in Superman 3 and I know the things yeah. she's in, uh, at the miniseries, the whole thing, but every time I see her, for some reason, I always get the instinctive feeling that she's been in the Waltons or Little House in the Parade or something. She's got that she's look got about that her, look. She? Yeah, she has. She has. She has. Um, but she was in her 40s in it. And I think, I assume she was meant to be in her 20s. Aye. Yeah, yeah. Because you come back Go- every. Gorgeous, by the way. Really, like, Aye. like, like classically pretty. Also, Miss mm. is not featured in this film. Oh, no. She's passing. She- Whoa, ships in the <laughs> night, mate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, she had a lot. Apparently, in the original uh, the setup, the, she had a lot bigger part and she had a couple of nude scenes apparently and they were all taken out oh man 
Any ch- uh, listeners, any chance you can hook us up with that? Is there a director's cut? <laughs> Get on to Willie Hill. <laughs> Willie Hill. <laughs> Outside, Billy and Remar's character, he's called Gantz, isn't he? Gantz. Gant, yeah. um, are ordering hookers. Uh, and make my friends Indian. He's on the phone. Make my friends Indian. No, not like a turban. And I was like, I "That listeners, that's about know. as fucking racist as it's going to get here. Just so you know. Uh, Jack's putting booze in his coffee in the morning. She says, it's a crummy way to start the day. I'm like, it's an amazing way to start the day, darling. Oh, uh, they argue, but she puts a scarf around him. The coldest winter I ever spent was the summer spent in San Francisco. And so... I always thought, like, because it's close... Uh-huh. To, like, because it's in California, it'd be fucking boiling in San Francisco all the time. That's apparently not. Well, it's, apparently it was maybe a, a famous Mark Twain quote. All oh, right, okay. And then it turns out that there's debate whether it was him actually first said it. Like, that's a fucking regular, but how many times do we look at quotes that are apparently Mark Twain and it uh, turns out it was fucking, I, mean, I don't know. Young, yeah, say that. It was. I don't know, fucking Erling Haaland, place for Man City. All the time. Happens all the time. <sighs> right, Larry Gross, co-writer of this, also did another 48 Hours, right, which I've not seen. What, another version? Oh! <laughs> but, and here's the thing, he did write a film that I was certain was a fucking fever dream. I... I'm going to tell you, listeners, about a film that I don't, I never thought was real. I thought I must have had some sort of fucking trip in the in the nineties, late nineties, and, and mm. imagine this: nineteen ninety eight Rear Window re- remake, starring a post accident Christopher Reeve. Do you remember this, John? Is that the one where they had to imagine his back in time? No, 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 no. This is the remake of Hitchcock's Rear Window. Rear you know, window? the Jimmy Stewart. Wah, wah. Oh, aye. Yeah. Sorry. But Looking it's Christopher Reeve, post his accident, disabled in a wheelchair, watching things on monitors. Daryl Hannah's in it. You're, I can see by the look of your face, you do not oh. think this is a real thing. No, there's something vaguely familiar about there's that. There's something vaguely familiar about it because it was fucking real. Wow. <laughs> I can only assume he must have spent, Christopher Reeve, his kid's inheritance getting this movie made. Must have done, man, because that was, imagine taking full advantage of that whole situation. I mean, Jesus. wow. So, and, and, and here is a fucking warren. It led me onto the film roles that Christopher Reeve turned down. Mate. Listeners, I hope you're fucking sitting down because he makes Harrison Ford look like he never turned down any films, right? <laughs> uh, American Gigolo went to Richard Gere. Splash went to John Candy. <laughs> Not really, the Tom Hanks role. Uh, Fatal Attraction and Romance in the Stone, both Michael Douglas. What? And he turned them down? He turned them down. And here's the big one. Lethal Weapon. Oh, Jesus. In fairness, he doesn't look anything like Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he turned down the anti-Semites role. Right. Yeah. Never, never, the, never the people's sexiest man of the year, by the way. Never. Oh, really? No, never. Good for That's him. That's fair enough. Fair um, enough. I, I love him in The Remains of the Day. I know I keep listening. I know I keep going about this. If, if anyone does a podcast that's not about facts, that wants me on to talk about the fucking <laughs> Remains of the Day with Anthony Hopkins, 
And just please, just fucking have me on. In fact, that's a Cool Connections episode. I bet Ian's never seen it. And it makes me fucking cry my heart out uh, the remains of the day. And I have to get Rachel to watch it at Christmas. It's a cheer- oh, cheery really? Christmas film. It's a cheer- cheery Christmas film about him being a Nazi. Uh, just spoiler, listeners, if you've not seen it, it turns fun, out fun, fun, uh, fun, fun, fun. Turns out Christopher Reeve's a Nazi in it, uh, but he doesn't realise he's a Nazi. Um, uh, Jack's car is this beautiful convertible, by the way. What is it with convertibles in San Francisco, John? Well, it's maybe called why, but it's a nine six four Cadillac Deville convertible. All right, oh nice, uh, nice, nice car. Nice we car. had sneakers and so I married an axe murderer, but that was the same car, didn't we? Good, good episodes. Both good episodes. Those. Uh, good episodes. Episodes. Um, next up, uh, Luther's here. We know him. I've for some reason every time I've written it, I've written it as Luthor. Luthor, <laughs> Luth, Mr. Luthor. Uh, he was he was coming out to play, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. Warriors oh. coming out to play. Uh, and uh, remember, I said I'd kill you last, Sully. You did. You said you'd kill me last. Yeah, <laughs> I lied. Uh, brilliant in everything, by the way. Yeah, it really is, man. Yeah. He's, honestly, I think he's he's, he's so underrated. He's Such a like a ratty bad guy. Aye, I think the last thing I saw him in was John Wick, wasn't it? The first one. So he's a guy that comes. We did that. Aye. He's in that. He collects the bodies. I, I mean, I'm sure that happened, but I don't remember any of that. And he's in the crow. Of course, he's in the crow. So we'll be having him again in about five episodes' time. Exactly. So. We will talk more. I am specifically saving the facts for then. Anyway, he's arguing with his girl. Um, Gantz and Billy grab him off the street because he's got their money, apparently. They take Rosie, the girlfriend, and they give him till Monday. Jack arrives at this hotel that, that these guys are meant to be staying at. Now, you know both of these other detectives, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. You They're in loads of stuff. Especially know Jonathan Banks. Breaking yeah. Bad and Community. And the line is, how's your wife? How's your, how's your, why's, why's he got a voice like that? How many fags does this man smoke? How's your wife? Mean as a snake. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> line. It's a brilliant line. I love I it. Uh, they head in uh, Jack's staking out the lobby and the other pair head to the room they think they'll hold up um, yeah Gantz is watching Space Kid he is watching Space Kid did you get any uh, of those I tried to look it up and it just basically says the synopsis is a boy from another planet builds a ray gun and breaks something in his house and his, gets, his mother sends him to play in space in space yeah hence the name <laughs> Space Kid I guess uh, Space Kid 1966 uh, we know what year that was uh, it was made by Paramount so I assume they got it for free <laughs> yeah I know because when I said that I was like I thought it was like a series but it was just a yeah like one-off. a one off the whole thing's on YouTube listeners if you want to have a wee look at fucking Space Kid trust me you don't <laughs> it's a piece of shit get out get out in the space uh, this prostitute saying how she's making money to put a kid through school. A lady, he's putting my kids through college. Uh, but he's watching Space Kid, not paying her any attention. Listeners, treat your sex workers better. You know, <laughs> please, know. please, they're people as well. They're just trying to fucking get get. Just trying to, they're just trying to get get through fucking college by being strippers. You know, <laughs> treat treat them better. Um, the. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. They're not going to shag me. Uh, the, the cops knock and uh, Remar shoots at them through the door, taking one out and winging Banks. 
Um, yep. The crims make a run for it, and Jack arrives. Uh, so there's this chase. By the way, this hotel looked like the fucking hotel out of Basket Case, a real shithole, didn't it? Uh, I thought it was that. I thought it looked like the one in is it I7. It did a little bit, yeah. yeah the, one of the hallways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack and Billy are in a standoff in the lobby. Uh, Remar takes the reception hostage. By the way, I've not pointed this out. This <laughs> this guy Billy's called Billy Bear, right? Uh-huh. Which yeah, yeah. as Tom and I discovered in the current episode of, of Everything We Learned from The Simpsons is a meat-based sandwich meat. Like a sandwich meat in the shape of a bear. Oh, we have a bear's face? face? Billy Bear. Or oh, yeah, yeah. it sounds like probably some fucking hun. <laughs> some I fucking remember that Billy Bear supporters stuff. fucking animal or something. You know what I mean? Billy Bear, yeah. Yeah, I just so, like that dino meat in it with the dinosaur's face. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, like 3% fucking meat in it, and the rest is sawdust and fucking nads. Oh, good eye. Beak. Banks limps down the stairs, and Remar asks for Jack's gun. And they won't murder the girl. Uh, Banks really, really good fucking acting here. He's out of bullets. Don't give him the gun. Crying, isn't he? Don't do that Aye. for me. And I'm like, this is the fucking best acting in the film, by the way. This is Aye, good. How did this guy not go on to starring shit? Um, he throws him the gun and they get away, but not before they waste Banks. <laughs> right. Back in the precinct, like... He's like, those guys were good cops. <laughs> Nick Nolley's like, good cops have got callous and got blown away. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. It's been like 10 minutes. I know. And it's kind of your fault, isn't it? Your bloody gun. Yeah. This fight right. ensues between Jack and another detective, and the chief Aye. calls him in. And he's like, uh, he's like, come in. He's like, I'll be in in five minutes. He's like, do you hear me? He says, I hear you. Your voice travels. <laughs> He's been a he's been a he's been a a, a captain in a few oh, things. Oh, mate, he is the fucking captain in everything. <laughs> uh, oh, I, oh, I heard somebody was some no banging away on a royal typewriter. They were, yeah, they were. Yeah. Royal, Jesus, did you have anything on a royal typewriter? Uh, I just know it was founded in January nineteen oh four, but I just know that from from memory. Of course you fucking do, son. Of course you do. Um, the chief, by the way, you know him, Captain Doyle in Loaded Weapon. Yeah. I haven't yeah. thought about Loaded Weapon in probably um, about 80 time. episodes. Because <laughs> you, know, you know the boxer in... Um, there's a boxer in uh, Batteries Not Included. He is. He's the mute guy in the basement. Batteries Not Included, yeah. Uh, he was a defensive tackle for the Chicago Bears. 1967, six games. God. Uh, and he's, of course, the chief in one that I think we're probably going to need to cover before Christmas, Last Action Hero. Yeah. Because I, really. like, I feel like there's a lot to get out of that, and I haven't seen it since I saw it probably 94, 95. I know. I watched it. I, no, I watched it recently. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So still, it's, it's like true lies. I think the, the films that one is sort of all over the place and overhyped. Like True Lies was one of my favourites because I didn't even know anything about it. And yeah. when I saw it, I was like, man. But I think Last Action Hero was, I think it's so hyped that when you watch that, man, it's rubbish. But seeing you rewatch it again, it's actually got a lot going for it. I think it's really meta. Yeah. It's really yeah, meta. Yeah. I was talking to my colleague at work the other day and she was saying, 
you've got to absolutely cover that. She fucking listens, but uh, yeah, you've got to absolutely cover that. Um, she says it's much better than you remember it. Aye, uh, definitely will do it. And then definitely. she's promised to lend us Split Second, uh, which is uh, the Rutger Hauer one Rutger where he's Hauer. in London. Because like, she was like, right. fucking hell, how do you know Split Second? I'm like, I've been telling Rachel about it for fucking yeah. years. <laughs> uh, I just remember the Thames Barrier scene and uh, whatever, the, what is it meant to be, like an alien or something? It's like that? a monster in the fucking sewers Ooh. and he's nutty and he having an argument with himself in the club. Anyway. Uh, and the guy for Taggart was in it, wasn't he? What Mark McGee? Mark McGee? No, that's he, he managed Motherwell. No, I'm sure that, but that his partner in it was in Taggart. Oh right, okay. I, no. I will. I will report back once I've seen we'll, it. We'll report once we do the film. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Um, this, this little bit's really good. This is a really good way of getting the story kind of getting the story across. You've got this quick bunch of characters giving him a heads up on the perps, how they escaped, what weapons they're using, um, and this guy that's going through their case. Um, mm-hmm. he, I thought he looked like the boy that plays Jigsaw. It's not him. But all, I, all I've written down here after before I looked him up was, Nick Nolte, I would like to play a game. You're going to have to be nice <laughs> to an African-American character for the rest of the film, not uh, using any slurs when you're clearly a racist. <laughs> Uh, and turns out he's a replicant, isn't he? <laughs> he is a replicant, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, just, just, just wig, I was like, that's that replicant? <laughs> yeah. And what film have we covered that we know this guy in? It uh, it took me some fucking diving, by the way, so I don't expect you to get it. Gadget. Nah. Gadget knows, because he was on that episode. This guy's called Brian James, and he's General Monroe in The Fifth Element. You know, he's got the oh, nose and the shit, beard, sure he is. and he's yeah. the guy that dies at the beginning Die. on the shit. Fuck. It was one of those things where Rachel was trawling IMDb for the, like, the characters for me while I was watching it, and I was like, I fucking know it, I know it, I know it. And then she was like, this is who it is. And I went to it, I was like, I don't know him from any of the- Oh, fucking hell. There you uh, are. That's yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Uh, about that, we talked about Fifth Element with Gadget. He came up with a lot of fucking facts, that man. He that's is good. I enjoy- I've totally enjoyed that. The chief rinses him, uh, but cop killers are a priority. He heads to see the last member of the gang in the clink. He goes across the fucking the bridge, the craziest of bridges, and I've just ran out of time to look for the bridge. Now, you can hear Reggie singing from a mile away. He's walking down this brilliant cell block. Yeah. And it was like Silence of the Lambs for me. I was like, um, I saw the crankies. Did they say Fandabby Dozy? Yes. <laughs> Which is a fucking reference for nobody, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was Reggie singing, John? Uh, Roxanne. He was oh, by yeah. the Police, 1978 release. You look forward to the songs, don't you? I know. <laughs> yeah, I really do. That was our short in one take. Him walking through that whole prison was. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Okay. I can't believe that nobody fucking jizzed at him. Uh, <laughs> oh, says I can smell your. That's it. I can smell, yeah. I can smell your seaweed. Um, uh, I can smell your cologne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's from the album Outlands of Amor, uh, number eight in New Zealand, number twelve in the UK, and John, it was number twenty-one. Where? Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, gold in Italy. Gold! With uh, 25,000 uh, sales. And platinum here, because we love falsetto singing Geordie's man. 
<laughs> Why, I <hang> man? <sighs> you love seeing the Netherlands, don't you? Oh, I do love seeing the Netherlands. Uh, if we've, I don't think we've got any Dutch listeners. If you're, if you're a Dutch listener, please reach out because I'm mm-hmm. desperate to, uh, desperate to hear if we're being insulting. Uh, and I know we are. I know we are. It's all right. He's got six months. So Reggie's Reggie's Eddie Murphy. It's our first Eddie Murphy, and I honestly, honestly, honestly love eighties Eddie. I oh I, yeah the, yeah he was the best man. He was a bomb. Yeah yeah yeah. He really was. And you know what? Funnily enough, listeners, we had this conversation off off air, and it was between this and um uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it? And yeah, uh, yeah. and we we did we did this. I'm glad we did this because I, in fact, I've not mentioned this. To the top of the show, I've never seen this before. Have you? I've not? never seen this before. Well. And you know what? This is one of those that I've watched for the first time. And I, I and I'm really looking forward to going and watching like the next one <laughs> because I <laughs> nice. assume it being 1990 there's going to be a lot less slurs. Yeah, I think See there'll probably be plenty of fucking homosexual slurs, which there are in this. Aye. But there'll probably be a lot less racist slurs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got six months to go on a three-year deal. He's part of the same gang, right? So mm. I couldn't understand why is Reggie in this fucking prison here, mm. and Remar's doing fucking hard labour. Why have they gone easy on the black guy? I wish uh, like, no, no, I, to- I totally, I totally understand. I totally get it because as of like, uh, he is he's doing hard time. But he only got three years, so he could have been a wheelman. He could build because Mary's mind he's got that car. Yeah, like, that's fair mean. enough. Yeah, uh, he's not a grass, he says, which we love. Um, Jack explains Gans is out now. Uh, Reggie can help him get Gans, but Reggie will only do it if he gets him out. Mm-hmm. He goes to see this guy Bob, twatting about on his typewriter, uh, mm-hmm. and he gives him a pass for two days. And the line is, "You've got him for forty-eight hours." Hey, you're hey, a happy man. Aren't you? I was. I was fucking delighted. Better than a burning man. <laughs> you says the title. You wins the movie. <laughs> he says, "Reggie, maybe when we get out, I can take you to get some pussy." And he says, "I don't want any of your jive." And I was like, Stewardess, oh, I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> he cuffs Reggie and he says, this ain't no way to start a partnership. He said, we ain't partners. If Gans get away, you'll be sorry you met me. Sorry I, I met you already. I can't figure out where this fucking voice has come from. No, no. Like how many fucking no. tabs a week, man, do you need to smoke to sound like this? I. Uh, it's, I don't. I, I, I think there's some accounts whereby apparently it's really hard to work with as well. Oh, it's so, a I don't fucking know, nightmare. I think, yeah. Because uh, I think it was a big thing about him and Julia Roberts weren't there working, and at one point they had to shoot their scenes separately because they were just fighting all the time. Who does it? What scene with Julia Roberts? Uh, probably some rom com. It went wrong. A wrong. Some com. wrong. Yeah, very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, he hulks out, doesn't he? No. Oh, no. See Good in that, though. Good in that angry, I, I, that angry Hulk. I know I say this all the time, listeners. I've watched that probably every five years since it comes out. And I don't give a fuck what any of you all say, right? That angry Hulk is my fucking Hulk. 
Is that yours? Is I'm that sure your, it looks like fucking dog shit. Is that now? your Doctor Who? I, I think the only thing that put me off was the the CGI. Way. I think they've got these purple trousers, too purple. And <laughs> How these... purple were they in the comics, though, man? I, I think know, it was but... fucking purple. It was like New York <laughs> purple. People burglar alarm. Correct. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, my fucking my Ross is um, is the Ross out of that for me. Like Aye. they've they've just announced that they're they're, they're recasting Ross because he's died, and he William Hurt William Hurt was Aye. William Hurt Ross. Yeah, they're recasting him, but for me, it should be uh, I'm General Ross, the <laughs> the Hulk abides. For me, it should be <laughs> the Hulk abides every single time. Uh, yeah, anyway, I can't do accents as listeners. No, no, <laughs> nobody's listening. <laughs> as I know. <laughs> He keeps calling him Jack, right? And he's going, will you quit calling me Jack? And he says, it's just an expression. What, an Albany expression? And he says, yeah, but it happens to be my name. So why are you, why are you so upset about him calling you Jack? I don't know. Do like, I get too familiar with the staff over there? Oh, it's a proper upstairs, downstairs job, isn't it? Uh, it really is. It becomes apparent later on, but uh, yeah, it really is. By the way, Luther's wearing this green army jumper. Which was sexy as fuck to oh, me. I, I, uh, I, British I, Army I, Surplus John twenty four ninety five from ArmyNavySurplus.co.uk. I'm I'm sure I, I'm sure I had one. Uh, I'm sure shirts, the shirts with the German flag on the fucking arm. You know the <laughs> shirts with the German flag on the arm. Aye. That's what I used to wear at gigs. That was my gig shirt. What big big warm. fan, big fan of the German. Germans. Big fan of the Germans. <laughs> now, less less so then. Jack cuffs Reggie at the steering wheel and bursts into mm. Luther's place, only to get shot at. There's a chase, and as Luther's running past the car, Reggie opens the car door and knocks him to the ground, grabs yep. his gun. Jack appears and demands the gun off Reggie at gunpoint because as he keeps going, Ah, convict! Ah, convict! Keeps calling him convict, <laughs> doesn't he, all the way through, which is one of the better things he calls him. Throughout the fucking film. Oh, no doubt. Thankfully, yeah. Uh, definitely. Luther explains he hasn't seen Gantz, even though he blatantly has. After uh, some battering and choking, uh, they grab him and bring him downtown. Uh, he, goes a bit, he goes a bit lock stock on him, doesn't he? <laughs> like, some bits that, that must really hurt because he's really grabbing him and throwing him. Yeah. Oh, like, it's, oh. it's some good acting. I'll, I'll, it's probably some... It, Second bit of the, the best acting in this. There's a racist and homophobic slur, which I won't repeat here. The racist one made me feel especially angry about how this character looks. And I mentioned this to Gavin today, and I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like 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 I just I just don't like I don't like it. And listeners, I if you're really fucking white and probably American. You know, you'll go away and have a look. And, uh, fucking Brexit. You'll go away and you go, oh, that's really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, come up here and fucking say that. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm only saying that because I've had two cans. Very <laughs> <laughs> milky someday, man. <laughs> Jack calls Elaine and he explains he can't come over tonight. They have a row, which is all they fucking do. She is basically not even a character. She's just put there to upset him. Isn't she? Aye. Aye. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a shame because yeah. she's really good. 
Meanwhile, Reggie's trying to convince these hookers to sleep with him and they'll get six months off their term, which is not, like, not okay. Jack grabs him and walks him down the hall. Apparently, he ruined his chances of getting some, what, John? Trim. 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 Uh, Reggie explains he wants a good meal somewhere. Jack takes him to the vending machine. Yeah. Buys him a Zagnut bar. Uh, Zagnut bar sounds tasty as fuck, by the way. Peanut butter and coconut bar created in 1930 by D.L. Clark's company with the goal of no chocolate candy. Oh. Name comes from a play on the ingredients, peanut butter and coconut. They've never had any other flavour. But they made all their money being rations for soldiers in World War One and World War Two. Profit, <laughs> fucking right, yeah. Um, profit war. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> indeed, there is. Uh, in the machine, there is milk duds are spotted. Milk chocolate coated yeah. caramel by Hershey, who now also owned the Zagnut Bar. So that's probably now shit and all. Uh, tiny wee. Yeah. Not one of the bloody Hershey kisses. Oh man! Oh, just I can just I can just taste the fucking shit. The grit. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Is that somebody's rolled it in that bloody that sawdust that you used to put when you were sick in school? Mind? It's gritty and rotten. Willie hears you, but Willie don't care. According to the manufacturer, the word "milk" in the candy refers to the large amount of milk in the product. Yeah, yeah, and the fucking massive lack of fucking cocoa in it. The use of the word dud came about because the fucking duds eat them. Um, No, because the original aim of having a spherical shape wasn't achievable. Milk duds were first created in 1928 and have been shit ever since. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. I was going to say, Americans, if you want any chocolate, just hit us up and we'll send you some. But we, we can't, just nobody can afford to send anything through the fucking post anymore. I know. It's busy, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking mental. They drive out to the Mission District. Mission District is one of the oldest districts in San Fran, one of the most notable centres of the city's uh, Chicano or Mexican-American community. It's often warmer and sunnier than other parts of San Francisco due to the microclimate. What? I wish we had a fucking microclimate instead of just fucking weather. I think I've got one in Stirling because it's always fucking pissing down here but every time I go to Glasgow it's nice. <laughs> you cannot fucking tell me the weather's nice in Glasgow. <laughs> I can assure you mate, come to, come to fucking Carlisle a bit more often because he's constantly <laughs> pissing it down here. They go to this place, Torchies, right? Oh, man, this gets fucking tough. That gets bad. Jack says the patrons would make him as a cop. And I love I, I love all this like this self-assured Reggie stuff from Murphy. He, I'll do fine. I can get what I need. I'll get it out of them. If I get the info that you need, will you let me get some pussy? I've been in prison two years. If the wind blows, I get hard. <laughs> That's a good line. I like right. it a lot. Jack says, to help you out, I'll give you my badge. Because he knows what we don't know. And when they go in, Reggie shits it. And why? Because uh, I'm trying to think of a good word. To, there's no good word to call you kind of to. You don't need to. Uh, it's one of the honky tonky stinky bars. It's a it? fucking hillbilly <laughs> cowboy bar. Uh, oh, I guess it's not a popular place with the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I wasn't hating the hazy Dixie feel to the music, but I do care a lot less for their politics. Yeah. Uh, this place, John, had both kinds of music, John. 
Both kinds. Country and Western. <laughs> <laughs> Country and or Western. Yeah, uh, previous episode, of course, we uh, <laughs> talked with Punk, who's upset he's not getting any mentions. Uh, we're taking his money and we're not mentioning him. But Punk, of course, uh, came on to talk about Blues Brothers. Yeah, and it really is. Yeah, it needs to. I can't, it's, 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 it's now done some, well for somebody that wasn't was, was not well. He was he was fucking brilliant. <laughs> he was fucking he was miles better than most of our guests, and he was working on fucking twenty percent. Um, electric violin, this boy's playing, by the way, invented in eighteen seventy four. How the what? fuck do you invent electric violin in eighteen seventy four? An American called Alicia Gray. I should have stayed at home yesterday. Uh, the most expensive electric violin is one of a pair created by Schworsky, I believe that's pronounced, for Lindsay Stoppard with 50,000 crystals, and it cost a million pounds. What, for fake crystals? For fake Schwarzky? crystals, yeah, not even fucking... Like, yeah. diamonds are not forever, apparently. Mm. Right, this gets all fucking racist and terrible, right? What's the upshot, Blanty? <laughs> this, this, of the whole thing. This, this, no, it's, ter- it's, it's terrible. But Reggie does all right, because they get in and he shits it. He asks for a vodka and the barman says, maybe you should have a black Russian. Because apparently, no matter where you are, if you're racist, you sound like a fucking hick. Right, is what it sounds like. Uh, Black Russian vodka and Kahlua, created in the 1940s by bartender Gustav Tops at the Hotel Metropole in Brussels. Wow. Gaz Tops. Fucking hell. That is a reference to nobody. Uh, White Russian, of course, you add cream, and we will be talking about that with Josh when he gets back from New York. The dude. The dude abides. I did. I did make a note here. You'd look pretty funny trying to eat corn with no fucking teeth. <laughs> uh, Reggie throws a glass through this mirrored bar and starts interrogating the patrons, asking for uh, Billy Bear. I love the line: "Sit your country ass down," <laughs> which I'm going to use every time I'm talking to a racist. Um, he also says, "I don't like white people, and I especially hate rednecks." I'm, like, I'm loving this. This is great. Um, he takes a flick knife off a guy as well of a as well of a gun. Yeah, I was looking at the, I was looking at the guns. So there's a lot of guns, but I, I can't decipher where it is. I, I think it might be a Colt government because it's like a short gun, but I, okay. I can't. I can't. No, it's can't it down. it's not always so easy, many, is it? There's so many guns in this; it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, he says, "I'm your worst nightmare. I'm an N-word with a badge," and I was like. Okay, I'll I, I give you that one. He starts smashing shit up, like throwing glasses. And the owner right. says, Billy's girlfriend lives above a jewellery store. Uh, Listen, Hoss, there's a new sheriff in town. I, I was like, yeah, I love all of this. Like his fucking, like his attitude towards it. Hoss, right. of course, slang for a large, strong man, big like a horse or a hoss. Uh, hoss is a term that, like, a term we use in the Midlands a lot. You know, it's never a horse, it's always a hoss. Um, right. Character in Bonanza, yeah, of course, John. Eric yeah, yeah, Hoss, right? Yeah, yeah. Which made yeah, me think, God. weren't there three Indians last year? You <laughs> 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 know, we were always trying to kill the card rights, uh, but it looks like 
Father Time did that for us already. Yeah. Boom! If you wait long enough. <laughs> I'm now thinking, surely there are no people that ever starred in Bonanza that are alive today. Nah. Like, even nah. the kids that were in it. It's like um, It's a Wonderful Life. Every year we watch It's a Wonderful Life. I Google how many of those children are still alive, and I think there's only two of them. I think Zuzu and one of the boys are still alive. Well, Kirsty's go-to has died. Who's that? Leslie Phillips. Oh, did every he? Year, so? Every year she would Google or just double-check, see if he's still alive, and she got a notification to say, he has no. He was so close to hundred as well. Ninety-eight year old. Ninety-eight, all out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, ding. Good innings, oh, good innings. Ding, ding dong, indeed. Ding dong, oh. indeed. I was going to say it will behave, but that's not even his. <laughs> it's not even. Oh, Mason. <laughs> uh, the producer. No, that's one of the Ronnies. Anyway, fucking hell. This was yeah, going to be the shortest fun. episode we'd ever done. I know, and you keep talking. <laughs> fucking hell. John's desperate for a fucking pint and all. <laughs> Outside, Jack explains he's seen all this. He wants the gun and he wants the knife. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they're about to head to Chinatown, but before they do, a couple of things. A Confederate flag was in the background uh, in 1860. Yeah. We've done it before. And 1861, 11 southern states seceded from the United States to protect the institution of slavery forming the Confederate States of America and sparking the U.S. Civil War. After the war, the flag was adapted as a symbol of Southern heritage. At the same time, it represented slavery and white supremacy, which is just fucking terrible. And if you you today, in 2022 or 2027, whenever you're listening to this, and my fucking heart has exploded in my chest out of the stress of talking about fucking confederacy and slavery, still hiding behind that, I want you to get on fucking internet and message John and tell him that my fucking ghostly fucking deathness and that you're fucking glad that I'm dead and that fucking confederacy and racism is still alive. And John's going to come over there and punch you square in your (laughs) fucking bad teeth fucking face. I've I've got a soul bottle with your name on it. (laughs) Soul. (laughs) In fact, I've not even fucking written those down as facts. I'm so fucking angry about it. Uh, The term redneck, which is for you, you fucking pieces of shit, dates back to the 1800s. And it means different things in different parts of the country at different times. Including degrading poor white southern people. Oh, poor white southern people. It's a name applied by better class of people to the poorer white inhabitants of rural districts. Drink your fucking toilet water. Uh, A word used to uh, denigrate white farmers within their party who supported populist reforms. While Presbyterians living in North Carolina, communists, imagine calling communists. (laughs) <laughs> uh, a term black southerners used alongside poor white trash cracker and peckerwood you all deserve it to poke fun at poor white country folk uh, white coal miners who belong to labor unions now look right. uh, i know i don't bang on about it a lot but i grew up during the miners strike son of a yeah. coal miner grandson Ooh. of a coal miner in Kentucky, West Pennsylvania which we know is where dracula's from and southern illinois and indiana 
Erie, Indiana, and any oh, white racist, regardless of his or her class, position, or birth. There you go. Hand breathe. Fucking hell. Why am I... Why am I... God, fucking... No. Like, it, I just I, feel I, like we're never going to crack America because I fuck. I just, I, I just... And I know... I know there are so many good American people. American people! Come and listen to me! But I just feel like... Like, all you see on the news and all you hear are these people. And Americans, tell me... Look... Look, reach out to us. Do all you hear on the news and on the thing are like fat fucking no no. Uh, I voted for fucking Brexit because I didn't like fucking them coming over here stealing jobs that I've never had for fucking twenty years. Do you? Do you? Is that all you see of us? Because that's all we see. That's all we fucking see. It's like uh, you know, just people complaining that they that that fucking that the vote was rigged and that you shouldn't be allowed to, you know, have a choice over abortion when you're fucking sexually abused or like uh, please. Yeah, they're, 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 their systems are yeah, they're far too complicated. Yeah, but ours Even is today. fucking rotten as well. The whole uh, fucking th- the 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 game is rigged, son. Do you know what I mean? The game's yeah. rigged. Oh, this is a comedy podcast, John. You don't know when this was a comedy podcast. I know. I think we need to snake Pliskin to press that button at the end of uh, Escape for Ellie. Oh man! Just, just stop the internet. Just stop it all. <laughs> stop yes. the world. Do I get out? Just press the button. Any <laughs> number one! <laughs> <laughs> you, you loved that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Your Donald Pleasance is <sighs> shit. It's not very pleasant. <laughs> well, my Donald Pleasance is brilliant. Take me with you. I can see. I've got eyes as black as a doll's. <laughs> but, um, should have saved that for another episode. Anyway. Hi. Halloween. How much of this is... Getting, none of it's getting cut out. <laughs> this this is this is where I finally fucking lose any of them. Anyway, they head to Chinatown because there's a film yep. to talk about. Uh, they bust in on these two women watching this aerobics video because they're gay, and that's the joke. It's like who, what are they watching? Why are they watching this? TV's changed, and they're women, and there's oh, man. like uh, why, why are they watching aerobics? Yeah, why are they watching? I like all three of our female listeners. Can you reach out and say, did, did you watch Mr. Motivator giving it the fucking thing? Because he'd got like a... Yeah. Uh, mm. I, I, I Mr. Motivator. Did you spot, by the way, who one of these ladies was? Uh, yeah, she was the... She was mum in uh, Pet Cemetery, wasn't she? She's she Tasha Yar, John. Tasha yeah, yeah. Yar. Um, we've never covered a, a Tasha Yar film, but um, on Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders... We talked uh, Exterminators, where she is one of the main characters, and the other character is a robot with some fucking wheel, like some tractor wheels, like a tank right. wheels. Mate, I've got that on Blu-ray. When you come down next, I'm sending you <laughs> okay. home with that because it's a fucking beaut, and you can fine. burn it when you're done. It's amazing. It's a great episode as well. Uh, one of my favourite, favourite, favourite uh, Last Orders, Hallmark Greatest Last Orders episodes with Joe and uh, James. Uh, the other one, by the way, had an Elks baseball shirt on. Right. Um, she's the girlfriend of Billy Bear. Yep. 
course she has. Uh, she no longer sees him. Uh, she no longer exists. Uh, couldn't find a, a, an Elks team other than uh, the, the baseball team Elks, who were in Bend, Oregon. And then I spent like 10 minutes going, the fuck do I know the term Bend, Oregon for? No. And it was that last blockbuster was in Bend, Oregon, because they've got no internet or something. Oh, right, okay. By the way, John, have you watched any of that fucking blockbuster thing on Netflix? No, I know yet. John, do not. Do not. Listeners, look, hit John up on fucking the only social media he's on Facebook. (laughs) Just search John Watson. He's really fucking handsome. He'll he'll accept you. (laughs) He accepts loads of Irish fucking idiots, so why not? Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, hit him up, right, and tell him not to, because I... I, we got drunk the other night and watched maybe 10, 11 minutes. And I was like, uh, like I, I said to Rachel, in fact, I tweeted out when they announced it, that it was coming out. I said, I bet in the first episode, there's a thing about getting Netflix DVDs delivered. Cause you know, we mm-hmm. had a love film well, yeah, yeah. in America. It was Netflix yeah. that delivered things. Mm-hmm. I said, I bet there is. Like four and a half minutes in, this guy comes in and goes, Oh, Netflix is delivering me DVDs. Fuck off. Right, and that's what killed it, isn't it? Like the times didn't work and the, no, like nothing fucking nothing works. works. Okay, it's a waste of short, isn't it? Like it could have been so good. Shit. Pish. I think it might be written by the same people that did Kim's Convenience, which is really sweet. It's really oh, nice. I, I really like Kim's, I like Kim's Convenience as well. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kim's great. Uh, instead of watching that, go and watch um, uh, Kids in the Hall. The new Kids in the Hall, John. Uh, uh, yeah, it's oh, it's it's as good as the original Kids in the Hall. It's great, and obviously, it's got Mark Glenn from uh, Superstore in it. Uh, he's great. Ah, right, okay. Mark. Anyway, fucking hell. Just talking about things I'd rather be watching. What uh, has a baseball bat? <laughs> uh, the girl thinks she's Babe Ruth. Uh, it's Tasha yeah. Yar, of course. Babe Ruth, George Herman, Babe Ruth Jr., professional Major League Baseball player from 1914 to 1935, dies age 53 in 1948 of cancer, Jesus. the big C. Uh, he was a target of intense press and public attention due to his drinking, womanizing, and being a big fat cunt. Uh, and pointing at his shorts, didn't he? Or just to point over there. <laughs> thing is, that's unsportsmanlike. That I know that, is a, that sounds like the kind of thing uh, Dr. W.G. Grace would have done in cricket long before him. And now I've lost John because I'm talking about cricket. Cricket, I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they leave. And Reggie gets called a few choice racist terms that will not report because we're allies. Um, They have this put on the glasses bum fight here, by the way, don't they? Man, do you know what? It was such a, it was a noise with the punches. So I looked this up just to see what would make the best sound effect for a punch. So it pretty much says, this is from an expert, it says that that it's made by hitting a wet towel or slamming it against the wall, and sometimes they put pencils breaking into the sound effect to make it sound like that clicking sort of noise. So it's basically a whip towel on a wet wall. All right, Bavarian fucking sound system. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, well done. That is the fact of the fucking show, by the way. That is hey, amazing hey. work. 
Don't thank me. Thank Leslie Schatz. <laughs> what? That's the name of the expert, Leslie Schatz. <laughs> I mean, you'd fucking change your name, wouldn't you? Uh, I know, I fine. That's like a comedian you saw, isn't it? Shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listeners, I went to see Simon Day uh, the other day from the Fast Show, uh, and he didn't do Dave Angel. He claims because he shat himself in the Dave Angel <laughs> costume only a week ago at Southend. Oh, I've Googled God. it a number of times and I can't find it. And he was like, I just, I just can't do it. He says, after shitting myself, I just, I was like, what had you been eating, son? <laughs> I know. It's like me I with dairy. That's why I can't have dairy before I go out on a patrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst and best episode we've ever done. <laughs> um, An equal measure. How is the choreography, by the way, so good for the Warriors and so shit for this? Or is the choreography for the Warriors really that bad? Uh, no. No, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I can't no. tell you. I want to go away and watch the Warriors. There's a 4K release, I fancy, actually. Yeah. This patrol car arrives as the girls from the previous scene are called to report a robbery. The cops let them off and head to the petrol station to get cleaned up. Jack demands to know the full story between Reggie and Gans. So, Reggie has a deal with Gans. He's owed half a mil and the money's in the trunk of his car. So they head to stake out the car, which is part of the secure park arc. And I loved the name of this car park, All Right Parking. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of the truck in Home Alone that's called OK Plumbing, but it's like spelt O H K A Y O K, which I will <laughs> never forget as one of the things that my dad had to stop the video watching it. Oh, really? Because he's a plumber. It? For some reason, he thought that was hilarious. O H K O K. I had no idea why dad thought it was funny. And he's dead now, so I can't ask him. But, uh. Aww. Um,. Reggie heads up, heads to sleep in the back of the car and they wait for the police to open up at 7am. The next morning, Luthor turns up to collect Reggie's car after three years. It's a tad dusty and he's like, how about you charge the battery? And he's like, we do it every month. By the way, this is the thing, and I, I, I might even go back and watch it because I've watched it twice. That car, the dusty car, yeah, yeah. is in a previous scene. So the scene where there's a road, and no reason I remember it is because I remember looking and going, why is there a dusty-looking, beautiful-looking car coming mm-hmm. down the road in that scene? So they've obviously used... They've only got so many motors. You know? <laughs> That's a belter, by the way. That That's a belting ship. Hmm. A chase ensues, this really standard 80s steel drum chase music. And yeah. it was only tonight when I watched this bit again, I was like, I know, I know, I know it from somewhere, and this is the commando music, you know, where he's he's on the plane and he crawls mm-hmm. down the 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 landing gear and jumps yep. into the fucking water. Same composer, so it makes yeah, yeah, James James Horner. I've got that. So he done Star Trek: Wrath of Khan, Khan, Commando, and Aliens. He's done a shed loads, but that's the big ones I picked up. Excellent work. Go! I oh, can... Chinatown. Huh? Oh, Chinatown. I've got a fact on Chinatown. Oh, okay, go for it. Uh, Chinatown uh, origins, as we know it, date back to 1906 in San Francisco. This is one of the oldest and most established Chinatowns in the US. And it's got a population of over 70,000. Forget it, John. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Forget what? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, back to James Horner for a moment. He was a pilot. 
what? died in 2015 when he crashed his short Tucano into a forest. Uh, he won two Academy Awards, though. Best score for Titanic and best song for My Heart Will Go On. So, famous for sinking a ship and crashing a plane. Man. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Big Colin McRae thing there, but... <laughs> oh, fucking hell. In fact, <laughs> you know, really... here's, here's, here's a fact. I'm going to add this to the list. Um, I've got a friend, Sophie, who used to listen to the podcast, who I go to the writing class with. Uh, Sophie is in a paper as a child in like the fucking like the the borders paper. She's her old man's a borders farmer. Um, Colin mm. McRae landed his helicopter in an emergency in their field, just between right. Carlisle and Dumfries in Eaglesfield, uh, okay. and and it was in the paper. Right. And there's a picture. She's got a picture. She sh- she sent me a few. Videos. I'll see if I can get Sophie to send this, and I'll share it on the the socials of her and a, br- a brother Adam. Adam's a good kid. Um, and they they're tiny little bands. They're just tiny little bands. But it's like a newspaper article of Colin McRae with them. And just lands like anyway. like he'd landed he'd landed there in a quote unquote emergency. Obviously, it wasn't that much of a fucking emergency. It was a her uh, turn 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 Colin turn. Yeah. Left turn, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated the games with Sega Rally in it. Left, 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 maybe. <laughs> Colin, Colin McRae dirt. Oh, remember I remember mean, I guess if he oh, is going to be fucking landing in a, a, a farmer's field, maybe. Anyway. No. I mean, that's really fucking niche references for like people that don't even listen to the podcast. But yeah, no, no but oh, there you go. It's, it's a thing. It's a fact. It's a thing. Oh, mobile oil, uh, mobile oil. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was founded in 1911, but it was founded. The name was called Standard Oil Company, and it was based in New York. But uh, it was the, it was uh, 1911. I thought it was weird because because it's mobile XX or that sort of thing. But originally it was originally it was called Standard Oil, the Standard Oil Company. Good spot. Reggie's complaining that Jack's got no class. Jack says, you're in a $500 suit. You're in a $1,000 suit and you got no class. Uh, he says, yeah, but I look good. And I was like, that's shades of Will Smith, Men in Black. Like, is <laughs> like whoever punched up Men in Black stealing fucking yeah. lines from 48 hours. Mm-hmm. In fact, this has got a lot of Men in Black in it. Black sidekick, white cop. Yeah. And again, I guess you see it throughout, don't you? And I've never seen any of those Rush Hour films. Which oh, I assume know. one of those Rush Hour films must be a f- must, future. Yeah. Well, they've, got, they've got three So the first one must have done something to spur it on. Is there not another? I'm sure I heard there was another one. Shanghai Nights, there's about six of them or something, is there? I imagine oh, that. I Shanghai. And there's there. a British one, which I think is probably filmed on a fucking back lot somewhere. <sighs> Oh, BK Knights or something. Do you remember that BK Knights? How are you? Oh, How are your British Knights? How are your British Knights shoes references working, I was listeners? Going, I was say that. I know my trainers. I remember <laughs> trip and nice night on it. Trip. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, your 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 British Knights shoes and your spliffy jacket. There's <laughs> a uh, double double laced trip. Do you remember them? Oh, you don't two, two pairs of you got two pairs of laces with. Trying to try to lace them together was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this is officially we've fucking officially jumped the shark here John I think it's because I'm back on the drink <laughs> <So> <laughs> <this is. sighs> good 
yeah. Well, I'm glad you think it is. I'm sure the listeners don't. Uh, Luthor pulls over and opens the trunk, takes out this bag. Um, and they, this is the bit where they run across. Because of the editing, it looks like 19 lanes of traffic. Like, how right. long do they spend running across this road? I know. It's, and he's no spotting them as well, because no, he's, he's looking he's back. He's literally and... there. This looks like that bit out of Monty Python at the beginning. You know where Michael Palin's running? And, like, he right. spends ages running, and then he goes, it's... That's what this is. They follow him into the subway. Now, I had no idea until I played San Andreas that LA had a subway. But fuck me. That is the most boring subway in the world. Or at least I thought it was, because at that point, I'd never lived in Glasgow. Turns <laughs> out the most boring subway in the gym is fucking really Glasgow. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's round and round and round. But as I've lived, my teens were, a lot of my teens were spent on those subway trains. Because you just spent 25p on a ticket and you could get on a day. So you were just 25p on a ticket. Fucking hell, mate. The there. 50s were something else, eh? <laughs> <laughs> when we were younger, we used to drink a lot. So I used to be hungover a lot on those subway trains. Right? <laughs> Hang on, listeners. You're hearing an exclusive here. Glaswegian <laughs> drinks a lot. <laughs> and I used to I used to see this lassie, this girl all the time, above ground. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then this one time, I was so hungover, but I, I did that thing where I leant on the glass in the subway, and she leant, and she mirrored me, and I thought, oh. But in my head, I'm thinking, don't do it, because you're hungover, you fuck, so you lined up fucking it. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll catch you up with later. And then I left the subway. Never seen her ever again. Oh, mate. I was I was a sliding doors moment. <laughs> it was literally. Literally. Literally a sliding doors moment. sliding doors moment. God, she was not as hot as Custy, but man, she was hot. She was 80s hot. Back then, night. So that's my that's my subway story. But it all worked out well for you. Oh god, yeah, I've got a car now. I don't need to go in the subway. <laughs> you can you can drive your car around in a fucking circle. It goes round exactly. and round and round. Yeah, Glasgow's. I think it's only got some like is it eighteen stops. Yeah. Now you were talking before we came on air about your stag do. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should uh, have have a pint at every uh, stop. There's only one that you can't get a pint at, so you need to go along How? to get a pint. Um, uh, Shield Hall, because there's a when you leave it, it's basically a long road and a like a, a restaurant, but they know that everybody's is a sub crawl, so you need to walk back onto Paisley West. It's a bit of a nightmare. Fuck's sake! Should have just have a can there. I know. I should just put a maybe a wee a wee a wee booth. A wee stand. Oh wee mate, stand now out. there's a fucking That's idea out. for a business. There you go. What the fuck Aye. are we doing, son? That's what we should be doing. So Gans is here. Did you see what he was wearing, by the way, John? Leather jacket. Leather jacket over one shoulder. Over shoulder. I mean, yeah. that fucking hell, that's a look. That is cool. What was he was wearing cool. on his torso, though? It was a t shirt. The- Knitted tank top, which oh. shouts back. To last week when we were talking about fucking knitted tank tops, leather jacket. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a look. The eighties, man. Jesus, you could wear it and get away with it, couldn't you? Knitted tank top. Allegedly, imagine. And again, in the underground, the heat, the microclimate. Oh, imagine the fucking sweat, mate. No, thank uh, you. No, no, no. Which I believe was the start at the time. Uh, he's packing heat though. He spots Jack and Reggie when the cop sees them. 
Um, and he's and he's like, Billy jumps out from nowhere, dressed like Elvis in the fucking comeback special, by the way. Brown lad sitting on a sit muscle. <laughs> I was like, the fuck hell, gonna blow that mother away. Um, <laughs> he was rocking those he, leather pants. Oh, he though, looked he? fucking like, great. Right, like what? <laughs> Like Ross, my friend. Like Ross. The, the, the talcum Yeah, literally poured into their money. <laughs> um, a chase ensues involving a subway train, which, again, made me wish I was watching The Warriors. You love The Warriors. There's, there's some great shots which look like it. Um, just as Jack pulls his gun on them as they're on the, the tube, uh, these uniformed cops are like, uh, oh. drop the gun. He's like, I'm a cop, you idiots! Uh, and the baddies get away. Now, we're in this much less good old boys club. Uh, as uh, Eddie Murphy's character would call it, it's a brother's club. Right? Aye. Uh, this band playing some rocking blues downtown song, which sounds like it should oh, be the fucking good, 60s, yeah. but they were good. They were good, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a band that Eddie Murphy played with, though. Apparently, he was that was when he'd done any shows, that mm-hmm. was a band that he'd done shows with. And was it sexy or Jacqueline? They're so good, I'm sure you agree. Oh I God, believe the children are our future. <laughs> Treat them well and let them lead the way. Man, again, I wish we'd watched that. Another brilliant film. I know, McDowell's. Oh, I need a McDowell's. <laughs> what a fucking cast in that movie, by the way. Oh, oh in fact, last time we'd spoken... You told me not to. I told, told you not to. Have you watched it? No. Okay. No, no, you okay. I'm sure by now there must be a supercut of Wesley Snipes doing that fucking brilliant, like, Ugandan accent. Aye. Go on, aye. Beautiful. Well, the fucking kill, and oh, it's so good. Is Snipes back? Have we allowed Snipes to come back now? Uh, I think he's back in... There's no no Blade back, but he's back back. Is he back in that... Fuck it. In fact, this is just a conversation we had eight months ago (laughs) when that movie came. I'm going to stop. But he has to be back in that Blade movie as fucking Blade Senior or something. Uh, I don't know. Make Again, I know I said it. Make him fucking Whistler. It would be perfect. I know. It would be perfect. Like, uh, white hair. The fucking white... Fucking amazing. Good, I'm sure it doesn't happen. Anyway. Jack's in the office with General Monroe from The Fifth Element. When he gets a call from O'Toole, he puts her on hold. Like, she's working. Like, she's a waitress or something. And he puts mm. her on hold... When Monroe tells him he took a message from Reggie. Basically, he's really awful to this lassie. So all I could think was he must have the biggest knob in San Francisco. Oh, really just really funny. That's how I get He's not funny. He's awful. He's an awful human being. Hang on. Are you telling us the only reason you sleep with Kirsty is because she's (laughs) hilarious? Because she is fucking hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) But I assume she's got a tiny knob? Question mark? No. Me? (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's an, oh, right, oh, right. Okay, sorry. I didn't, sorry, Kirsty. Uh, I get the message. <laughs> he goes back to Elaine and she tells him to fuck off. And I'm like, good girl. Out, out good. Go. He heads to the club where Reggie's dancing. And there's basically this filler scene, right, which I think makes the film long enough to be considered a feature in the right. 80s. Because Reggie's dancing and he's fucking, like, just driving there, really, like, in the car, really right. badly, flicking a fag out the window. I tell you what he did do throughout this film. He's chewing on cigarettes. You don't like people chew on cigars. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's cigars, yeah. chewing on them. And I'm like, yeah. the there was fuck are these filters just, made out of? I thought, it, I thought he was just chewing a very big stick at one point, but it was a cigarette. I'm like, why the hell is he chewing that what, cigarette? What is that beef made out of? 
Man Do you know, know what I mean? Bloody hell. Man, fucking uh, chewing them. The rubber twine for a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> the Vorkup. Everybody's done it. Yeah. Reggie asks this girl, Candy, if he can get some trim. Romantic. Jack turns up. Reggie explains he didn't split with half the cash because he wants Gans as badly as Jack does. So there is a bit of reassurance. Jack gives Reggie some money to take Candy to a room across the road. Mm, I want Candy. <laughs> as they head over, <laughs> Reggie sees Luthor leave him with the bag. So they make chase. Luther gets on this bus, right? It just heads oh. to a bus stop, and this bus turns up with Billy Bear driving it. Um, yep. And Gantz is there as well with the girl. Uh, Gantz shoots Luther, sad, um, just so the boys pull up beside the bus. There's this firefight between the bus and this little tiny low car, and I really liked it because the stuntmen really look like the actors in wigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't know, right? <laughs> and they crash into a shop. I looked up the average weight of a car, yeah. right? So the average weight of a car is only 100, uh, 1,800 kilograms, whereas a bus is six down, so it would totally obliterate a yeah, car. Yeah, it would just fucking run over a motor, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah. They, they had head back in, and the next scene, the chief is rinsing the fuck out of them, by the way. And I've got to read this verbatim, because I love it. A bus! You goddamn whiskey mick cup, you lost a stolen bus. I got five deaths related to Gans, and you blew it for a lousy N-word convict. That's right, I called him an N-word. You bet I did. I saw the report on that little piece of shit. I spent one legal day in this whole life. It'll be a record. Now, this is it for you, suspension, review board. You've had it. When it gets round, you protected a con rather than, all right, goddammit, I'm going to tell you something about this man. He's got more brains than you'll ever know. He's got more guts than any partner I ever had. Just because you say it with conviction, it don't mean shit to me. It's a great line. <laughs> now, where in the Christ you think you're going? <laughs> don't you think you're being a little hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict. <laughs> it's brilliant. The whole fucking thing. And I absolutely love. You bet I did. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even take a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, like, you be, fucking bad yeah, idea. <laughs> oh, the lads head for a drink. Jack calls Keo, your man from the Fifth Element for Intel. Gans hasn't been seen anywhere. He's not been seen at the airport, the ports, anything. We ain't found shit. Baseballs. That's a future episode we've never talked about, do oh, we? Yeah. We really should. Um, they head back to Chinatown. By the way, John, I know you've done some Chinatown, but I haven't. Uh, it is the largest Chinatown outside of Asia and the oldest in North America. Is it all the largest Chinatown outside of Asia that isn't Chinatown, I assume? Um, they go to basically see if Billy has gone back to the Elks fan. Turns out he has. They accost her getting groceries and head to the apartment. Reggie pulls a gun on Billy, who unsheathes his massive chopper, doesn't oh, he? Basically a knife from Predator, isn't it? It is the knife from Predator. And the actor from Predator. Mm -hmm. Reggie shoots him once, but he reels away with two bullet holes in him. Did you spot I that? Know, I, that. I did notice that. Are we to believe this is some kind of magic gun, John? Double barrel gun. <laughs> I hope somebody Ooh. got fired for that blunder. Double fired. <laughs> Gantz heads down the fire escape. And into steamy Chinatown. Uh, Silent Hill. <laughs> you've gone Silent Hill. I've gone something, something lazy writing Chinese laundry. 
<laughs> but I'll tell you, this looks like the Warriors, and I fucking love it. Oh yeah, yeah, this is this is good Warriors territory. Gantz tackles Reggie and holds him hostage. Here comes Jack for the first time in the film, looking like a fucking action hero. By the way, hair back, sweaty. I love it. He shoots Gantz while he's holding fucking Reggie, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, it's very much like Robocop shooting the guy in the balls through the woman's dress. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I couldn't figure this out because he's got a gun on him mm-hmm. and Gantz just goes mad and starts running towards him. Running at him, yeah. And he gets sucking yeah, yeah. blown away. And again, I assume the strung out fucking nutter kind of thing. He blows him away. Next scene... Reggie's done the deed, as people much older than us would say, of course, with candy. Yeah. And he gives them money and says, look, go buy yourself something nice. I would do it, but I've got to go and do something. I'll be back in six months. At which point, she should surely go, hang on a second, I think you might be a convict. Convict! Convict! He heads down to the car. Jack's got the money. He explains, look, it's yours. I don't want any of it. It's not my style. Uh, I'd rather just treat a woman badly. Uh, <laughs> it'll be there waiting for you when he gets out, but I might borrow a couple of grand because I need a new car. I need a new car. Which yeah. is kind of sweet. And they drive Reggie to a prison, and that, John, That's the movie. is the movie. Correct. That's it? Correct, yeah. Uh, I think I might have a few other bits and pieces somewhere here. Do you want to tell us what you've got? Right, so <laughs> I was looking for the steepest hours in San Francisco. Now, the steepest ones in Scotland Grading are round about up to 15, right? Right. But apparently there's two massive hills in San Francisco. There's one at Filbert between Lavenworth and Hyde, and there's one at 22nd Street between Church and Vicksburg. So it's uh, tea, John. <laughs> Who's editing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listeners, if you haven't figured it out, I do the beginning, John does the end. <laughs> um, so bear in mind, ours is up to 15, mm-hmm. and this is the really steep hills. We've seen them in the town. But these two are 31.5 gradient, which is... I love the fact that I knew exactly where you were talking about when you said, we've seen them in the town. You and me and our fucking Central Scotland listeners... Ken the fucking Glasgow fucking hills. I know. Uh, and if you've listened to last October's Oktoberfest episodes, when we were talking about the big hills in Angel's Share, there's a oh, big yeah, hill yeah. there, I, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you've watched Mask- that, the Batman! Exclamation mark. Uh, there's yeah. some big hills in that as well. Hills are over. Uh, right, so I've got uh, a battery can last between two and three months if you don't drive it, because obviously you said it in the oh, yeah. garage for two and a half years. Uh, Central Subway uh, with three new subway stations, one planned November. So they'll bring up the San Francisco network to 113 stations, but only 52% of them are accessible. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Uh, so even though they've got 113, half of them you can't get to. But, well, that's a bit weird. Bet they're like in Ghostbusters territory. <laughs> Shit. Um, and that's it. That's a river of O's. Oh, oh I've, seen that. I've, got, I've got guns. Do you want me to pop the guns? Go on, hire you... a couple in. Hire a couple. Just a couple. Wait, you hear this. Smith and Western models 29, 27, 28, 15, 19, with a stub nose, 36, and a 60 were used. What was the bonus ball? A... <laughs> what, mach- what machine was used? Was it Excalibur? <laughs> There's a Colt New Frontier, there's a Colt New Service, 
there was a Jennings J25. The, the shotgun was the Ithaca 37, which I think we've mm-hmm. uh, yeah. heard of in a previous show. But that's me, buddy. That's All it. right, mate. Nice uh, one. Uh, resisting arrest came up at some point. I can't remember for what. Uh, it's illegal in the US to resist arrest, but it isn't in the UK. See what you fucking want, lads. Uh, although individuals can be prosecuted under Section 38 of the Offences Against the Person Act 1861 if they engage in assault with the intent to resist arrest, meaning behaving violently towards the officer during a bid to flee, maximum penalties two years in the UK. In the USA, if you have no prior felony convictions, you're resisting an arrest sentence. It could be probation with anywhere zero days in jail to 12 months in jail. Prison is also a possibility, but not likely for a first-time offence. A prison sentence ranges from four months in prison to two years in prison and being shot in the face if you are black. There you go. Disappointingly. John, that's all I've got. You got it. How many do you think we got? High 90s. John, it is the tantalisingly high 90s. 97? John is 97. Fucking hell. What? what? You're three away from the fucking three away for the prize, man. Fucking stinks. Oh, I have got God. I have literally got nothing more here. I've got nothing got, more here. Oh, I've got a couple. Piss off. The listeners don't I'm want that. Right Go on, give us the two. Let's get to 99. Why not? Right. So one of the, one of the people that was was in Matt Furrow, mm-hmm. but because Eddie Murphy wasn't in the first choice. Yeah. Right. So there was Denzel Washington. Not funny. Not funny at all, actually. Yeah. No, not funny at all. Uh, Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, and if I remember right, I think Clint Eastwood was... Also not black. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, all right, black. okay. Well, do you <laughs> know what? That would fucking work for me. That would absolutely I think it would, work for me. I think it would totally work, because he's a straight man as well. Do you know what I mean? So I think it would have totally worked. Okay. So there's your three. It's not three. It's not three facts. That's, uh, facts. No, 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 no. That's one. That's one fact. I usually count those as one fact. Tell you what, John. Eleven years between Nick Nolte and O'Toole. Oh, yeah, enough. Because she was only thirty and he was forty-one, wasn't he? Do you know what? That's it. Mm-hmm. Ninety-nine things we learned. Oh man. Are you bummed out by that? Are you? Are you uh, seriously bummed out by that? I would say that we thought it was going to be a really short episode, didn't we? We did think it was going to be a short episode. Go on then, hang on. Oh, actually, no, go, I've got oh, another go fact. Go on then, fucking hell. But I, don't, I don't know the make of the car, but I do not I do know that the car that you see, the dusty car that you see, is not the same making model as the one that's been washed. They're two different cars. The listeners are fucking never... They're unsubscribing in their fucking... <laughs> they're unsubscribing in their threes. Because we don't have any. They're unsubscribing in the threes. We'll have that one. John, 100. Listeners, 100. We don't deserve it. We deserve to fucking be shat on. Uh, We are that. We are that. John 90, John 100. (laughs) John 90. Fucking hell. Sorry if you wear glasses, listeners, but there's there's your fucking insult. There's your insult. Uh, yeah, so that's good. Um, right, okay, look, if you, uh, if you want to give us a quid, geez a quid, geez a quid, you can, um, you can get mentioned in this bit, because we kind of do this bit sometimes, don't we? Uh, yeah, we, we, do. we generally try and remember all the people. And what I'm doing right now, listeners, just to be behind the fucking scenes, is I am desperately searching for the, uh, um, the page that I've got all the fucking people that 
pay us money on. Uh, yeah, give us a quid a month and you can uh, you can be a part of this list. Um, Punk, we've mentioned him. What the fuck do you want podcast? John, he doesn't have Facebook, so he'll never get you on the podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. Get me, get me. Get me on Bebo. Get me on the Bebo. The Bebo. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, he talks about anything his guests want to bring on each week. Um, I did forget him last week because Northern Irish money's no good. Uh, balaclava wearing twat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's. Uh, I, 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 we like him. He's great. SP Film Viewers Podcast have just launched their own Patreon. It's a quid. Give them a quid and they'll shout you out and let you choose an episode. It's a fucking great idea. I wish we'd thought of that. Um, uh, the, the perfect Alan Bennett-style Yorkshire podcasting from these two. Uh, Gregory's girl this week, by the way. I look forward to seeing John. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what, yeah. What, Bella. What, Bella, 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 Bella. Bella, Bella, what, Bella, what Bella. What do you know about <laughs> Scottish uh, new towns? I am, in fact, I'm going to listen to that tonight. Uh, Mono and Kira. Mono rants at the movies. This week, they're covering evolution. In fact, I'm not saying we're a big deal, John, but Mono messaged me earlier in the week and said, you're not doing uh, evolution this week, are you? I don't want to fucking fall... Uh, uh, I don't want to fall afoul of you oh, doing oh. an episode that we're doing. <laughs> Mate, no one fucking listens to us. I mean, less people listen to you. Yeah, no. Nobody listens to us. Um, I love that. I actually really like that film. I don't know what it is. Yes, so do I. Yes, so do I. It's Julianne Moore, isn't it? Yeah, yeah of course it is. is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Davis, owner of the Wonder Emporium Tabletop Accessories. Nigel, you said you were paying us £100. Don't fucking try and get out of it now. Every film <laughs> you want in February. Uh, advert every week as well, mate. Uh, Dan and Gavin Belson, the Be Here with Belson podcast. Dan Belson's uh, very disappointed that they went out, Arsenal went out of the cup, but he's okay with the fact that Nottingham Forest knocked out Spurs, his fucking mortal enemies, <laughs> out of the cup. Uh, Be Here with Belson podcast. Gavin Belson, congratulations on your new job. I'm sure you're not regretting it now. Uh, we love them. They have been supporting us for so long. Aaron from Z1 Podcast. I know I keep saying this, but I am going to fucking DM you. I hope you're all right. I haven't heard from you in ages. I think Twitter is fucking counting me out of the algorithm. I, I need to. <laughs> and I haven't listened for a little while because I'm really struggling to find time. It's not because you're not a great podcast. You are one of the best podcasts I listen to. Much better than the fucking Bells and dickheads. Uh, uh, oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? They listen every day. First, first time. Um, Joe Hallmark of Greatness uh, was talking about that they're doing the Christmas thing at the moment. So every other week, doing Christmas right. thing. Uh, Josh Wilson, he's at the Trump Tower, prick. James, 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 he's, he is, he's such a viral little kid, isn't he? That kid's going viral. Right. Josh, yeah, Josh sent me and Rachel a video that's just for me and Rachel. It's not in your group. So I'm going to see what he's he's doing shortly. He's such a cute <laughs> kid. I love him. I can't wait to meet him next year. Uh, Gadget, Stig, Biggie from Modern Escapism. Biggie's coming on next week to talk Ice Pirates. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, Ian and Maria, Cult Connections podcast. Fucking hell, John. Are you started watching Andor yet? Aye, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, three episodes in. <sighs> Mate, you have not uh, got an idea about how stressful it gets. Is it bad? Like, I am sick with stress, and I've got an episode got to watch one. when I go downstairs. Um, yeah, and... Or... Oh, very good. Uh, there's uh, somebody from Alvida saying pet in it. Away, man. <laughs> not one of them. Um, <laughs> finally, Phil, Ian, Gav, 
Rachel. Rachel, thank you so much for the help you've given me at the last minute to get us to 100 things. We wouldn't have got to 100 things if it wasn't for her and John going, uh, Googling some things now. Uh, no, things I was not. Facts. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, thank you so much for your quids. We really do appreciate you. Tell, tell us some things to say about you. Um, or tell us if it's okay for us to insult you because we insult the people we always insult, but I don't want to insult people who are really nice and really kind and, and do things for us, especially people that I really, yeah. really, really love your work. Uh, we don't want to insult you. Too much. Uh, yeah, any more than we already do. <laughs> oh, John, I'm canned up and it's time for me to go and get me tea. Uh, <laughs> anything to say to our lovely listeners? Oh, lovely listeners. Thanks for your support and keep on listening. Keep on trucking. I'm hoping you're still enjoying my sweet Scottish accent because <laughs> I can hardly understand myself sometimes, but um, I'm hoping you're still enjoying it. We are so delighted that you've stuck with us for nearly 100 episodes. Stick with us till Christmas and we'll give you our 100th episode. Yeah. But for now, he has been the most handsome, wonderful co-host that a man could ever want. And I have been a fucking troll of a man. But we have bought you 100 things that we have learned from Fireyard Goddamn Powers! <laughs> See ya. See ya, guys. Yeah,